rambling in Havana I took a little risk Send lawyers, guns and money Dead, get me out of this Welcome everyone to episode 50 of the Matt Jones podcast here in Louisville, Kentucky. We are, it's, you know, kind of a sunny Monday, been a pretty good day. We did the show earlier in Louisville and now are here. We want to, this is an episode that I'm extremely excited about. Our good friend, Freddie Maggard, uh, helped us get this set up and this is, I think, going to be one of our more interesting and exciting ones we've done. So we have with us uh, a couple of legends of, 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 of history of UK football and SEC football as well who've come to join us who uh, are part of a big celebration coming up here in Kentucky that's very exciting. But uh, Nate Northington and Wilbur Hackett are both going to be with us to talk about the integration of UK football and the SEC, which we're very, very excited about. But before we do that really quick, I want to tell you this edition of the Matt Jones podcast is sponsored by Jack Irwin. These fellows right here are much they're dressed much better than me, which is not really a hard thing to do on most days. But they, they, I can see by by looking at their their clothes that they are men who understand good clothes. And Jack Irwin, uh, they would like them. You can get shoes at jackirwin.com, E-R-W-I-N.com. The best built and constructed shoes on the market delivered right to you. If you would like a nice, clean pair of dress shoes at a reasonable price, jackirwin.com is the place. They have shoes made handcrafted in Spain and Portugal, reliable and built to last. You're shaking your head. You like the idea of Spain and Portuguese, yeah. Spanish and Portuguese shoes. <laughs> great clothes, great shoes, ranging from boots to loafers, casual to dress shoes, perfect for the summer. Just go to jackirwin.com, E-R-W-I-N.com, use the promo code MATT, and you get 15% off delivered to your house. That's jackirwin.com, promo code MATT. And without further ado, uh, we, be, you know, we... At the Matt Jones podcast, we have not invested in the highest technology in the world. And so, unfortunately, we only have two microphones here. So, we're going to have to do this one at a time, which, uh, well, you know, we'll make it work. And we'll start with uh, Nate Northington, who lives here in the area. Nate, how are you, sir? I'm doing great. How are you, Matt? I'm, I'm, I'm really great. Your name I've known for a long time. But you were part of the, along with Greg Page from Middlesbrough, Kentucky, mm-hmm. the first two African-Americans to play football in the SEC. And as part of this, you uh, and, and, and Wilbur and, uh, are going to be sort of honored by Mitch Barnhart with a statue outside of Commonwealth Stadium. So I want to ask you to start, when you heard about that, what did you think? Um. I was really kind of, uh, uh, you know, just kind of caught off guard. Uh, never would have thought in a, in a thousand years, million years, that something like that would happen, you know. I mean, there's been some tremendous uh, athletes, uh, UK football players, basketball players, uh, other athletes. And uh, uh, for me and and, and uh, uh, little country boy from Louisville, Kentucky, and, uh, you know, Greg and Wilbur and, and uh, Houston, I uh, just never thought that would happen, but I was very, very, of course, uh, grateful. 
country uh, boy from Louisville, Kentucky. <laughs> a lot of people listening when they hear country may not think of uh, of Louisville, but you you went to what was it? Uh, where'd you go to high school? Jefferson uh, Thomas Jefferson High School here here in uh, Louisville, and uh, they call it TJ yes. High School. Uh, of course, now it, it has been uh, it's no longer a high school; it's a middle school. Uh, currently, they I guess maybe in in the eighties. Uh, they they uh, discontinued a high school and made it a middle school. Well, I want to talk about your life. I want to start with when you were uh, a young person in Louisville. I, I've always found it fascinating to see what people, especially African Americans in Louisville, thought about the University of Kentucky. I mean, when you were a kid, the idea of integrating UK football couldn't have been something on your mind. What did you think of University of Kentucky just as an institution at the time? Well, obviously, Adolph Rupp was the basketball coach, and there. What, what mm-hmm. as a kid, what were your thoughts about UK? Uh, you know, UK actually, uh, as it does today, uh, received quite a bit of uh, uh, you know broadcast news, news broadcast, <laughs> a little bit of attention, right yeah. here here, yeah. here in Louisville. So. So actually, I, I, I did follow, you know, a lot of the uh, sports that was going on at that time with the basketball team. Uh, of course, you had uh, a guy by the name of Cotton Nash. Were you a fan? Uh, uh, I guess I sort of was maybe a, you know, uh, closet fan, I guess. Okay. <laughs> well, but was it hard to be a U.K. fan as an, in the African-American community in Louisville at the time? Uh, or was it not? It was, that, or was, was that not that distinct at the time? At the time, it was it was more you know here in Louisville, and I can't speak for the rest of Kentucky. I think it may have been different uh, from what I've learned uh, over the years with other African Americans throughout the state. Uh, but but with the Louisville fans, or with Louisville uh, uh, football fans in Louisville, or basketball fans from Louisville, you know it's mostly University of Louisville. Yeah, and uh, 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 so Kentucky was uh, for African American. It was not the school that you really that you didn't cheer for them, right? right? Exactly. Yeah, and and that would you know it's interesting. I've heard a number of folks around your age, African Americans from Louisville, that loved Cotton Nash. Was there anything yeah. particular <laughs> about Cotton Nash? Uh, JT, one of my callers, he loves Cotton Nash. Was there anything about him you liked? Uh, well, it's just that uh, I guess his, his, he was successful. Yeah, know? he was, he was very good. A, a very good player, great player. So you know, and and it was like they got a lot of media t- media attention. And uh, so you kind of follow follow that part of it. Uh, then also in football, there were some great players from. Uh, there was Rick Norton. Yeah, Norton was mm-hmm. from uh, uh, Fly J High School here in Louisville. Uh, so those guys you kind of follow, you know. Um, and uh, Roger Bird, you know, from oh yeah, was, was a great running back there. So. So often it, it, forgotten great running back. Yeah, People forget yeah. about Roger. Yeah. Did you? Okay, so you you're playing high school football. Mm-hmm. At some point, you decide you want to play in in college. Initially, where were you thinking about? Like, what 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 was the process? Where were you? What were your initial sort of selection of where you were going to go to school? Uh, there was there was mainly uh, the two schools that were I think the most interesting to me was uh, Purdue uh, University. Uh, in the Big Ten, of course, and then uh, University of Louisville. Okay. Uh, and uh, how did the time. idea of coming to Kentucky, did I hear correctly that the governor c- encouraged you to go to UK? Uh, governor, is it Breathitt? Is that who it was at the uh, time? Yes, yes. Uh, how did that all Breathitt. come about? Well, uh, you know, I, I guess Purdue was probably the first school that actually, uh, uh, you know, expressed the interest uh, the earliest when I was a junior in, in, in high school. 
and um, so I made all state team you know, as a junior, and so I got a lot of attention from from schools. Uh, U of L, of course, became very interested as a junior. I didn't really hear from U- University of Kentucky until my senior year, and uh, sort of late in the game, you know, really. Uh, um, and I was very, you know, I guess my high school coach asked me if I would be interested in speaking with uh, one of the scouts there from U- UK. And I said, well, uh, yeah, you know, because uh, and, and going to a game uh, because you want to leave all of your doors open, you know, yeah. you don't want to close any doors. And so, so, I, so I did that. And um, uh, but still, it just felt like that uh, at that time Purdue was, uh, I guess, a top ten team in the country. Okay. So to go up there a couple of times and watch those games was very exciting, you know. And uh, uh, but as I mentioned earlier, Kentucky did have a decent team, a pretty good team in the in the late, well, early '60s, '62, '63, '64, with Rick Norton and some of the other players. So, uh, so I knew they could be very competitive. And then. Uh, 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 so what year did you graduate high school? 60? 66. 66. Uh, but late 65, uh, during the football season, the, the uh, uh, you know, I, I guess it kind of felt like I wasn't really, you know, leaning towards Kentucky. Uh, so that's kind of when they got the governor involved. Okay, so uh, now you got to <laughs> picture this. All right, so you're, from, you're, you're this kid from Louisville. How, how do you get the governor on the phone? Does he just call your house? <laughs> what, what, what happened? <laughs> Uh, well, the governor actually didn't. Uh, uh, he went through my, you know, coach. Okay. Uh, high school football coach, Jim Gray. And, uh, you know, um, at, at that time, I guess I can, can give you a little background just quickly. At that time, uh, a very good friend of mine, you know, that I grew up with uh, was Wes Unsale. Okay. Uh, the play, yeah. you know, uh, uh, Seneca High School. Yeah, of course. Uh, the second, actually the second African-American that, that uh, was Mr. Basketball. The first was Mike Red yes. uh, from uh, uh, Seneca High School as well. So they both was from my community, Newburgh. And uh, so I knew them. And, of course, I heard the stories about Wes, you know, uh, 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 you know, being recruited by the U.K. and, and uh, deciding to go to U of L, of course. So uh, so I was, I was leaning towards Purdue uh, or Louisville, of course. Uh, and more towards Purdue because of the Big Ten and, and the type of team they had at that time. Uh, so I guess uh, Kentucky uh, uh, recruits uh, kind of knew that, so they enlisted the help of the governor. <laughs> so what does the governor say to you? Did he make the idea of integration part of it, or was he just like, come play football here? Um, Went to the governor's mansion. He invited us down uh, there for for a Sunday afternoon dinner. That had to be awesome, right? <laughs> <It was. laughs> yeah, unbelievable. Uh, my whole family. Oh, great! Uh, so, so mother, father, uh, brothers, sister. Uh, all we all went down to the governor's mansion, and, and some of the other players as well that were uh, from here in Louisville. Uh, Phil Thompson, who became our teammate there at UK, and the high school coach. He went down with us, and 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 you know. Um, after dinner, you know, uh, of course, you know, unbelievable dinner at the governor's mansion, of course. And then after that, we went to his office and we sat down and he uh, pretty much, you know, laid out uh, uh, what he felt. You know, he was very, very uh, progressive mm-hmm. and and really felt that it was time for uh, Kentucky to integrate, you know, uh, the athletic program, uh, the SCC as well, you know. And, and he just felt that uh, the time was right, you know, to do that. And he felt that uh, that I was one of the players that uh, could help, you know, do that because of my, uh, I guess, athletic ability and also 
academic, you know. Uh, so you're a good student uh, as well. Good student, been a good student. Did you, <clears throat> I mean, okay, so this is going on, and you, you, you're trying to decide. Are you a kid? I mean, you don't, I would think at some point you don't really recognize how big a deal this is. Or do you? I mean, did you realize what 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 would could be happening based on this, or was it just still trying to figure out where do I want to go play football and go to college? Um, at 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 you know, what I would say is that uh, you know I wanted to go to football, go to college and play football. Of course, that that was number one. Uh, that was the biggest thing right there. Is is being a, a, a college athlete, you know, football player, and um, uh, you know, this was the height of the civil rights yes uh, uh, era, of course. And you know, 1965, a lot was going on. Uh, the governor, as I said, was progressive. He had uh, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. had marched, you know, in Frankfurt yes mm-hmm. uh, for the open housing uh, 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 legislation. Uh, the governor had supported that, and so when he talked to me, he talked about the fact that uh, staying home, you know, is very important uh, to him as far as uh, uh, staying in, in Kentucky, uh, playing for your state university. And so he laid out uh, quite a few things that were, uh, you know, things that I that I felt were, uh, I hadn't thought about a lot, uh, but then for him to bring it to my attention, uh, let me know that, you know, you know that uh, he was right, you know, that, that uh, someone had to do it. So did uh, you feel some responsibility? Like, like, like this is, this is important, so why not me? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and and uh, uh, you know he let me know as well that there would be uh, not just I wouldn't be be, be there alone. Uh, yes, there would be some, someone else, right? Another player that would be. Did you know um, him before? I did not know. Didn't know Greg at the time, and so that was very important to me as well because I uh, would not be the lone pl- player there in person there to go through uh, the adverse adversity. And uh, so that was important, uh, but I just felt that it was that that uh, uh, you know he felt it was time for the culture in the South to change, for the uh, culture at the UK you know uh, to change, and that we could be you know we could we could be the ones that would do it. So when you made the decision to go to Kentucky, obviously that had an impact what the governor had said to you. Yes. And when yes. you made the decision to go, what was the reaction to people like in your life and in your community where did they think it was a good idea? Uh, you know, I would say it was probably 50, 50, 50. Yeah. <laughs> uh, a lot of my, uh, uh, fellow, um, classmates, uh, thought it was good. was great. Uh, a lot of the, uh, uh, teachers, you know, in school, some had graduated from UK, mm-hmm. uh, they felt, you know, uh, so it was about 50, 50, uh, kind of a generational thing a little bit, maybe. Uh, yeah, I think it was uh, a lot of my, a lot of my, uh, you know, best friends and, and close friends, uh, you know, they weren't the most happy. <laughs> Why is that? Persons, you know. Uh, well, were they worried about you, you think, or did they just, they they were, they they were, they were concerned about, you know, uh, what type of treatment I would receive, uh, the danger, uh, of going to the South to play football down there. Was that the, was that the worry more? And I want to, I'm going to ask Wilbur about this too. Was it more about not so much what would happen in Lexington, but what would happen maybe where you went somewhere else? Is that, was that the thought? It was. Yes. Yes. Uh, Lexington, you know, of course, um, uh, you know, I remember 
uh, when Greg and I were, were freshmen, and, and well, the first year we went there to play in the All-Star game, uh, high school All-Star game in Lexington, there was an article that was written, and they interviewed some of the U.K. fans. And at that time, uh, you know, basically what they said was that, well, you know, if they're, if they're good players, you know, we welcome them. Yeah, because so, they had also just lost that basketball championship game that year. Yes. <laughs> that year. Did, did, when you, <laughs> when you watched that, I mean, that was a big – that was the obviously – at the time, though, was that game considered the same as it was – 50 years later like did people like did people appreciate at the time kind of what was happening with that uh, uh i think they did yeah uh, yeah they, they did yeah they will really was shaking <laughs> his head yes they did yeah. so when you go you go with greg and you get there what was the reaction of your teammates did you was it was was when you first arrived was were your interactions with your teammates good uh you know, fortunately, we had we had a a, a pretty good mixture of, of uh, uh, teammates from throughout the the country. Uh, country, mm-hmm. uh, we had we had we had some from the south. You know, not a lot. There were, there were a number from here in Kentucky, of course. And then we have those from Ohio, Pennsylvania, uh, who were accustomed to playing. You know, yes, uh, with and against African American players. So that kind of uh, you know reduced any 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 potential. Uh, tension or whatever, but I get the sense though there may have been some that were difficult. I just could kind of tell uh, when you well, were before you were started. Is that possible? <laughs> uh, 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 you know, I, I think overall that that we uh, were uh, we had the support mm-hmm. uh, of our teammates, and you know, as, as freshmen, we lived in the same dorm. Yeah, you know, we had we had one dorm. It was it was actually like a uh, on the same row as the fraternity houses. And we lived, We had a football dorm called uh, Kitten Lodge for the uh, freshmen. And the varsity had a dorm next door called the uh, Wildcat Manor. Uh, so we so we lived together. You, you were know, in the, the Kitten pl- Lodge. That's, yes. that's a funny <laughs> name for for the thing. Yeah, thirty some thirty some players. You know, uh, 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 they were freshmen, and uh, we had four to the room. So me, Greg, uh, two other guys, Phil Thompson and Marty New from Ohio. Mm-hmm. Phil was from here in Louisville. Played at Seneca with African Americans. So. Uh, so we were all, you know, pretty much, uh, was your, forgive me for not knowing this, but was your high school fully integrated? Like, had you played with, uh, a lot of white players yourself? Yes. Okay. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. So then, you know, while you're there and you're playing, you you played with Greg Page, who's from Middlesbrough, my my hometown. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, did you, you all were going, were going through it. And then of course he passed away. Yes. Talk to me about that. I mean, I, you know, I've heard the story. He got injured in practice, mm-hmm. but but explain to me what happened and, and what that was like. Um, uh, Greg Greg was a, a outstanding player. Uh, uh, you know, bigger than than I am. I, I was uh, on the small side, at six feet, probably about one hundred and seventy seventy five. Uh, first year freshman, uh, Greg was six two, maybe two two hundred plus. Uh, 210, 220, I guess, uh, defensive end. And, uh, but Greg was a person who had a, a very, very outgoing personality. Uh, so very friendly, very. Um, you said uh, you were country, but he was country. <laughs> I mean, you were from the city and he was country, right? I mean. <laughs> Uh, well, you know, uh, 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 Newburgh. Uh, uh, well, that's the, true. The Newburgh's a little bit <laughs> a little, little different than the city of Louisville. <laughs> fair point. So, fair point. So I was born in the city, uh, moved to the country. You got you. Uh, but, but Greg was an outstanding player, a, a tremendous uh, individual, uh, great personality. We became very good friends, of course, uh, very playful, very 
jovial, you know, uh, I guess he called it a, um, you know, he was just a giant, you know, uh, in, in every way. So uh, we became very, very close, of course, did everything together. And for him to uh, get injured, you know, in practice uh, was was devastating. Did you know, you know when the injury took place? I mean, I, how bad it was? I mean, did you have a sense or was it what, – what, were you there that day? Yeah, I was. I, I was I was practicing with the defensive backs Yeah, another part of the field, of course. And they called us all together, you know, and, and I didn't see when it happened. Uh, first I knew of it was when they called us together uh, before the practice actually ended uh, to let us know that something had occurred and uh, that he had, had to be taken to the hospital. So I knew then that it was something very serious. Mm-hmm. Uh, otherwise, you know, they wouldn't have uh, stopped the practice at that point in time. And then you found out later. We found out that, that later later that day, I guess, that uh, uh, that he was paralyzed, you know, that he was uh, injured to the point, broken neck and uh, uh, paralyzed from the neck down. They could not operate because they couldn't pinpoint where the, from what I understand, they could not pinpoint where the uh, break was. Yeah. Uh, so, so, you know, uh, that, that was that was a devastating because he and I were roommates at that time. We only had two to a room. We changed dorms. Uh, we were we were. Uh, so this was in your sophomore sophomore year, yeah. So we had to. Uh, and you were there as well at the time. Well, yeah. yeah, we'll talk about that. But go ahead. So we were in a uh, regular dormitory, and, and it was just Greg and I were roommates. Uh, so basically, what happened was that with him being in the hospital and, and, and paralyzed, and I was there you know uh in the room myself alone Mm -hmm. uh, for those days that he until he uh you know passed and uh so so at that time and uh greg requested our ex and i would come to see him you know to the Mm -hmm. hospital because they were not allowing anybody any of the players to come there um and uh so i was asked to go uh by greg and you know i I felt later on that he you know uh, by us being so close and and uh, you know, uh, I'm sure he was probably had some type of uh, maybe a concern for me as well. Uh, I did have a bad shoulder that I continuously injured in practice, so that didn't help either. And um, 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 so, you know, for Greg to be in that condition to go and see him in that condition, not, unable to move, uh, you know, was, was pretty, um, um, you know, it was just a bad, bad situation. When he when he passed, I mean, it's one of the more sort of amazing. It's almost like a movie because he passed, and I believe was it the next day that you all played? Was it Ole Miss? It was. was the, it was. It was the day before we played Ole Miss. It was the day before you played right. Ole Miss. Yeah. The so same, the next the same, day, the same evening, the night before the yeah, game. Yeah. So you play Ole Miss, and that was when you played. Yes. For the first time, right? Mm-hmm. You that was your first time playing. I mean, that had to be so many emotions for you, right? I mean, I mean, you, you, on the one hand, you're playing for the first time. On the other hand, you're integrating the SEC. Mm-hmm. And on the other hand, the situation with your friend. How did you process all that? Uh, not very well. Uh, not very good. Uh, and I'm sure Wilbur can uh, say the same thing. I think all of us, you know, all of his teammates, of course, uh, to hear about him passing, you know, uh, at that point, uh, we were really not in a position to go out and play football uh, because it took so much out of us, you know, just to have him pass away like that. Uh, so that was football. Playing football was the last thing on our minds. 
uh, integrating the SEC was the last thing on my mind. You know, it's not something I even you didn't even about. process. Yeah, no, I didn't. And uh, you know, just being able to uh, go, you know, get prepared, go out there and play was difficult enough. And, and you know, there was nothing else really uh, that we could think about. Uh, now, did you you tr- you decided to transfer at the end of that year? Is that correct, or did you go? It was during the year. During the year. Yeah. Was that why? Uh, it was a combination of, of, of factors, you know. Um, you know, if you think about, you know, if you're 18, 19 years old and, and your, your teammate, your roommate, person that you came down there with and, and uh, room with for a year and a year or so, uh, being uh, injured, being uh, 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 passing, and, you know, uh, I wasn't able to really – I only played like three minutes or something that game because I got yeah. injured because of recurring shoulder uh, problem myself. Um, so so that, the combination of all of that, you know, as, as a young kid, you know, you just don't know how to process all that. Yeah. Uh, during that time, uh, today I think it would be different. Different. Mm-hmm. Uh, you would have uh, counseling. You would have uh, support. Uh, but at that time, there was no there was no support. There, I mean, was, no, it, there was no counseling. There was no support. And no, wow. So everything that, that had to happen – you know, I was kind of left there by myself, you know, alone in the room, uh, going to practice, coming back. So uh, uh, to answer your question, uh, I'm sure that played a part of it, you know, but it was a combination of things that just kind of all came together. And you went to Western, where yes. you ended up having a very good career, yes. uh, being a hilltopper. Mm-hmm. At what point in your life did you look back and say, like, that was really something? Because I thought for too long – I don't want to blame anyone, but I don't think the story. One of the things that's very that's great about this about this being this happening with the documentary and all that is that people are finally getting to hear this. Right. Yes. At some point, did it sort of hit you how important it was what you had been a part of? Um, it was. It was some years later. Mm-hmm. You know, um, uh, I think the newspaper, uh, and rightfully so. It well. You know, any articles in the paper uh, had very little. After the game, had very little write up about about the fact the, that the happened. Yeah. right? Yeah. Exactly. And uh, 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 I don't think there was like even a whole lot about Greg actually in the paper. You know, at that time about him passing. So, um, uh, you know, to to process or to understand what happened with the integration is something that came along as the years went by. You know the the significance of what we did and what we achieved uh, came later. Uh, the biggest time, I guess, was when I think it was uh, CBS Sports. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I think it was ABC at the time. ABC uh, Jim Lampley, Lampley. Yes, way back in the day. The Jim Lampley. There's a name <laughs> yeah, from the past. Yes. Yeah, I think it was. I think it was 25 years mm-hmm. uh, anniversary is when he came and, and contacted me and. Uh, did a did a did a little short thing on 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 TV about it, you know, the integration uh, after 25 years. When you did you have first of all, who approached you to say that this was kind of going to happen? I mean, what? How did you know? I mean, this is going to be a big day. It's the South Carolina game, I believe, when it when this when it's going to be dedicated, and of course the film, et cetera. When did you know as we hit this 50th anniversary that this was going to be this type of thing? Oh. Uh, I guess at the Hall of Fame uh, induction this year. Yeah. Uh, when uh, 
uh, uh, uh, athletic director Mitch Barnhart announced it at that time. And uh, we kind of been getting, giving a heads up a little bit prior to that. Uh, but he announced it at the Hall of Fame in, induction in, in uh, 2015 last year um, uh, that we would, there was going to be a statue uh, dedicated, you know, uh, in the honor of Greg, Page, myself, Wilbur, uh, and uh, Houston Hogg. Um, you know, ironically, I, I mentioned this is that, and I know that, you know, I want to give credit, of course, to those who have been promoting it, you know, Paul, Paul Karam, yeah. teammate. Uh, has been uh, pushing it as, long, as well as other uh, 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 teammates uh, have been also involved in, in promoting it and pushing it. And uh, uh, so, you know, we're grateful for the university, of course, for, for, for Mitch Barnhart, uh, for the university president, Capilouti, uh, uh, and all of them to embrace it because they didn't have to really do it, you know. Uh, I'll say this also that uh, I wrote a book. Okay, yes. In 2013, called Still Running, and uh, uh, you know. Oh, you can uh, promote your book. There's no problem with that. Listen, okay. we're we're good with promotion. <laughs> right. Still running. Still you running. wrote it about your about your experience. Uh, autobiography, yeah. right, of uh, Nate Northington. And in the book, you know, what, what was kind of ironic was that when I was uh, doing research, to, you know, a little bit about, uh, 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 I read an article uh, that was. Uh, I'm not going to mention the the, uh, the author. The author. I That's okay. The, the yeah. company. I think it was Bleacher Report. <laughs> I just say we that. can take a hit at him. That's fine. No problem. And basically, what he what they said was he, they were saying that there were uh, uh, individuals or people uh, in the uh, that had contributed to the SEC uh, deserved that deserved the statue. Yeah. And and of course, uh, uh, I thought that was interesting. They had mentioned a number of people. You know. Uh, Administrators and also football players like Herschel Walker and uh, uh, some of those some of those folks, and uh, uh, they mentioned some of us at UK, yeah, uh, because of what we had done, you know. So I thought that was very, and I put that in my book, you know. And uh, uh, at the same time, I didn't realize that uh, there were also teammates at the time that were promoting the same thing, and, and I wasn't really promoting the statue. I was just saying that you know the article should be had, been ri- had been yeah. written to that we should be recognized. So. Uh, but I am grateful to University of Kentucky for uh, recognizing us, you know, and especially grateful for uh, the family of Greg Page. Uh, 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 I'm glad that they that they are. Yeah, you know, I, the the, uh, the Page thing. I mean, in Middlesbrough, you know, you gr- I I grew up there, and I would hear his name. Yes. But mm-hmm. I I have to tell you, it was probably not until I went to college that I realized just how important he was. was. You know, yes. I, I you don't. You hear, oh yeah, that's the guy. I mean, you would hear that's the guy that went to UK and mm-hmm. and, and was killed while playing mm-hmm. playing football. But I never, I never realized it. And and right. I, I think the good thing about this is you guys are going to have that that statue is going to be out there, so that the next generation of people can see it and yeah, know. And know. Exactly. I mean, Kentucky gets you know. I mean, Kentucky gets a lot of. Of ne- uh, negative. Negative because yeah. of the '66 game and because yes. of all that. Mm-hmm. It's also good to know that in the SEC, this was the first school to do it. I think that's important. Right. Absolutely. I agree with you 100%. Uh, uh, you, you know, it's something that's going to be there. Uh, uh, so we're very, very thankful for that, uh, that it's been done at this time. And, you know, I think I might have mentioned earlier that there's a lot of great players that play the U.K. that for us to be uh, recognized in such a manner is just really a humbling experience. Um, you know, uh and, you know, uh, things happen for a reason, for a purpose. I know 
uh, in life, you know, we have adversities, we have different things that come up, uh, so we don't know why. Uh, I guess my biggest regret, you know, in, in, in uh, up to this point has been the fact that, you know, what what could have happened if Greg had lived, if yeah. I didn't have the injury, and we had an opportunity to play with, you know, Wilbur and Houston and those guys that came later. You know, I mean, that could have been a turning point for UK football That's at that true. time. Yeah, and even though even though uh, 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 the tragedy took place and some things happened there, uh, it still opened up the door for a lot of other players to come. There was probably eight or nine players from my high school, former high school TJ, uh, that went to UK played football there. Uh, some of them made All American. Mm-hmm. You know, my brother even went Kenny Northington. He played ran track there. He uh, played football on the team that that uh, as well uh, that won the Peach Bowl. Uh, that was ten and one in 1976, and they they were number one in the SEC. Yeah, of course, great, uh, probably the best team ever right, right. at school. Yeah. Right. So that was only uh, eight or nine years later after Greg and I and Wilbur and Houston had, p- had played. So you know, I, th- I think even though we weren't able to uh, 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 show the talent and ability that we had, you know, still opening the do- opening the door uh, for other other African Americans. That's what Greg said in his questionnaire that he had for. Uh, when they asked him why he come to the University of Kentucky to play football, and he said that he wanted to play football so he would be able to open up the way uh, for other African Americans co- to come to UK and play football in the SEC. So I think, uh, without a doubt, uh, what we all did uh, was successful. Yeah. You know, it, well, it, no it, doubt it, it accomplished the purpose that. And if, if you look at SEC football today, of course. Well, <laughs> exactly. Well, I'll tell you what. I'd like to – let's talk to somebody who followed you there. Yes. For, here for just a second. Come on over here, uh, Wilbur, and we'll, we'll let you hand over the thing. I'm going to take just a break here, just a second, to tell you about ZipRecruiter.com. Are you hiring, or would you like to know where to post a job and find the best candidates? Well, ZipRecruiter.com is it. We've posted a job before on ZipRecruiter.com, and we got a lot of great resumes. You can find candidates in any city, industry, nationwide, or locally. You can sort of set your parameters to get whatever you need. It is the perfect thing. If you're looking for a job and you need top candidates, how about ZipRecruiter? And if you're looking for a job, ZipRecruiter is also the the place for you. So ZipRecruiter.com, use the slash free trial. It's ZipRecruiter.com slash free trial. If you want to find a candidate, no reason to worry about juggling emails, calls to your office, just screen the candidates, rate them, and you can hire the person fast for whatever you need. It's ZipRecruiter.com. Again, use ZipRecruiter.com slash free trial and get the best candidates for your office. Wilbur Hackett Jr., also a Louisville uh, a Louisville, I guess, native, correct? You went to Manual, am I right, right. about that? But but not a native. I'm a native of Winchester, Kentucky. Oh, and then you moved to Louisville. <laughs> and, and moved to Louisville, Yeah, yes. so you were, uh, you were all state. I mean, you were ranked way up there. And you were a class behind him, right? Yes. Uh-huh. All right, so when you are considering what to do, mm-hmm. you see that there's two African-Americans there, but still – you know, you're making a big step here. What made you decide to go to Kentucky? Well, I heard you ask Nate about what you know what his uh, choices were. My my first choice was Michigan State University. Okay. <clears throat> Sherman Lewis, uh, 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 probably one of the greatest football players, the best football players, come out of Louisville and played in my old high school. Went to Michigan State, and then one of my teammates, Franklin Foreman, uh, had gone to Michigan State prior to. So I had visited Michigan State. My second choice was Indiana University. 
Uh, I'd gone to Bloomington um, uh, several times, and then uh, I don't think there was a limit to recruiting trips. And uh, <laughs> I think Purdue, uh, I went there several times, Purdue and even Notre Dame. So uh, I had choices, but my first and second choice was Michigan State and Indiana and Kentucky wasn't even in the picture. So what made you decide to do it then? I mean, that's a, that's a big you're – big, you're talking all these big ten schools, and then yeah. you end up going to, to U.K. Well, you know, there's a, there's a story behind that. I, I told you I'm from Winchester, Kentucky, yes. which is really not that far from Millersboro. So, I mean, I'm I'm truly – like Nate there's said, wild folks boy. in Winchester. Oh, my now. goodness. <laughs> you got to watch them. They, they got Bucktown there. They, so. they, they call it Sinchester yeah. for a reason, <laughs> yeah. right? So. so that's where I'm from. So, so my the story behind that is my 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 dad worked for a a UK uh, staunch uh, supporter. His name was Taylor Pound. Okay. He owned a company called Taylor Pound Company, which is I guess similar to Firestone and uh, Big Old Tires, but they changed tires or had tires for large equipment and uh, and just a regular tire company. But uh, back in when I lived in Winchester from 49 to 55, we moved to Louisville in 1955. But in between that, my dad worked for this pound, Taylor Pound Company. And uh, on Saturdays during football season, and see, of course, then uh, UK had Barry Bryant for a coach. Yes, not and, bad. And not bad. He's all right. And, and, and yeah, <laughs> and actually had, had uh, shared the national championship. Mm-hmm. So Taylor Pound, and so UK football was big. And my dad worked for one of the big supporters. And on Saturdays when they used to go to the games, um, they would leave my dad in charge. And my dad told Taylor Pound one time, he said, one day I'm going to be going to these games. So my dad, you know, you talk about black African-Americans being uh, supportive of UK. My dad's been a UK fan forever. So so with me doing all this uh, visiting and, and, and going to different schools, I uh, I thought I was in control and in charge, but in but my I think my dad had already made his mind up. I was going to UK. So your dad picked it there for you. You know, as it's much okay. As that, yeah, yeah, I mean, I mean, I think that's pretty much what he, he he. You know, you talk about supporting UK and Cotton Nash and which Nate mentioned, who Nate mentioned, and and UK basketball. But I think my parents, my my mother and father were probably the only two African-Americans that cheered for UK against Texas Western. So they have exactly. always, and I say that. Wow. Well, know, let me ask you this. When you're, when you're at Manual High School in 1966, right. 67, right. and, and you, you say you're going to UK, mm-hmm. do the people your age, I mean, your dad's a UK fan, your parents are UK, but the people your age think, what are you doing that for? Well, uh, or had it, had it already passed by then? No, no. I, I think a lot of people question, and because, uh, I was pretty. Uh, I was like Nate. I was a, I was a pretty gifted athlete. You were pretty good. Yeah, I mean, let's uh, we can I say pretty good. good year. Kinda. Yeah. You were you were pretty solid. I yeah, think. Uh, you uh, ranked the number one player in Louisville when Louisville produced a lot of players. I, I mean, you, you, you. I was with good competition. I happened to uh, had a good fortune to make. I was a parade magazine All American, so I had a I had a pretty good stats, and uh, uh, I chose UK because. Of my family, the, my my the ties that my family had, and also I wanted to stay close to home. So in the end, the influence of my parents and the fact that Nate and Greg were there. What role did they play? You know, Nate's kind of quiet. He is kind of quiet. <laughs> <laughs> but he, he didn't say. It. But Greg uh, is when, when I came to UK. 
Uh, I spent a lot of time with Greg Pace, and, and our personalities very similar. Greg was kind of outgoing, uh, kind of a, a a guy who liked the crowds, who yeah. who who liked to have a good time. And uh, and uh, when I came and visited with those guys, most of the time they put me with Greg, and Greg and I would just kind of hit take it off. off. Yes, and uh, so it, the inf- he's a dude I wish I knew. I mean, I have to I think at the Middlesboro tri- the Middlesboro part of it. I've known that name forever. I really wish I, I could have known him because everybody says what you did about it. I'm telling you, and, and and that's why, you know, Nate, he was in a, in a, in a very difficult situation, uh, a position with Greg because they're so tight. You, you, you had to love Greg Page. You know, I'm, I mean, <laughs> he just – He's one of those kind of guys that all he wanted to do is have a good time. He didn't want no trouble, but if you wanted trouble, you could get it. <laughs> but, but Greg Pace was just my kind of guy, he, and uh, uh, he was a great guy. I mean, I mean, bigger than life, built sculpture, and uh, outgoing. And my wife uh, was there with Nate Graymark. Uh, she came there the same year they did, and she told me, that anytime anybody had any trouble, which they did have, they would come and get Greg. Yes, I could. When, when, when they, whenever they had trouble with the white students or something, fraternities, because there was trouble on Fraternity Row. Uh, well, yeah, well, let me ask you about that. You guys, your dorms right there on Fraternity Row, mm-hmm. was that, I mean, it's, was there a racial. I mean, not not only did you have the integration issue, but you mm-hmm. also had the civil rights movement going on. Exactly. Was there, was there a lot of uh, racial uneasiness at uk or no well it, it, it there was there was and and and, and part of it started right there fred row i remember one time some of the ladies uh were they were walking past the the uh fraternity houses and the guys actually sicked the dog on them on on women on, on the women black women and uh so needless to say we visited the fred house and <laughs> Kind of cleaned it up, got things matter straightened out, but yeah. but there was on, on occasions. I mean, it didn't happen often, but it happened occasionally, and that was on on occasion. So that that was. Uh, well, I want to ask you about your playing because when you you played your entire time and were very successful, including at one point being voted captain. I want to get to that, mm-hmm. but you also played a lot of road games, including uh, I believe was it at Ole Miss that you and Houston had a had some diff. Some, some negative experiences. What was it like to go on the road in the SEC? You know, it was uh, it was an experience uh, quite like none other. Uh, I've never been any further south than Nashville, Tennessee. <laughs> I had relatives that went to uh, they went to Fisk and Tennessee State, but uh, all I knew about the Deep South was what I read and what I saw on the news, and uh, uh, it was it was. I guess we were, I guess, concerned about going. Were you nervous? But but not really nervous because I've never really been too uh, scared or nervous about too many things. But just, I would say I had a concern. Uh, you, you, you get death threats and and uh, and then you hear stories. Guys kind of tease you about mm-hmm. what's going what's going on, what's going to happen. Uh, but uh, to the contrary, uh, it actually went very smooth. Only the, you know, the the biggest problems we had were with the fans calling you. Well, that's what I mean. Didn't you have a bad interaction oh, with yeah, one of them? Yeah, we had uh, we had state troopers who were supposed to be there to protect us, and uh, they ended up uh, a lot of times. Uh, I mean, they would call us names like instead of the N word, they would say Leroy, give Leroy the ball, and so they were. Um, 
pretty much uh, insulting uh, with the name calling and and uh, but did you, you know, ever feel unsafe in any of it? I never felt that uh, there was any 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 risk of of my safety. I never felt. I never even thought about it. I mean, I knew they were there, but see, I was used to that. I mean, I actually I felt like was I was ready for it because I marched. You know, during the civil rights movement. Oh, you did. I mean, and and as a youngster. Well, did up, you? Mar- what do you mean? I mean, in when they in had demonstrations. No, yeah. Louisville, in Louisville, not Lexington, but uh, in Louisville, when we had the civil rights movement, mm-hmm. I, I was uh, I participated in them. So I was I was accustomed to them. I, I saw it firsthand. And uh, when they had the riots in Louisville, I I, I witnessed that firsthand. So I was accustomed to uh, integration. I mean, uh, segregation and. And, uh, and and some facets of racism in Louisville, so it wasn't anything new. It was it's a part of life. I mean, it was part of that time. From a teammate perspective, do you? I mean, were you all? Do you think you were like immediately embraced? Some people say that with like nowadays with athletes, mm-hmm. I think athletes are almost more easily integrated than any group of people because like talent wins out. Like you can either play or you can't. Right. Exactly. Was it like that then or no? Oh yeah. We we uh were instantly accepted by our teammates. I mean we were embraced. I mean that that never was an issue. Even though I know there were some players like Nate said earlier, there were some players that were that were easier to get along with because they were used to uh, playing with African Americans, but there were some guys from other other communities or other schools that never had played with African Americans. So, but and you and you could tell those guys, but for the most part, it was uh, we were readily accepted by our teammates and uh, not not any issues. I want to ask you the same thing about. I asked him. Did you realize at the time? I mean, you you clearly had some social consciousness by the fact that you marched, exactly, right? Exactly. Did you realize how important what it was you guys were doing was? You know, I don't think, and, and of course that's 50 years ago, and uh, uh, I don't really ever remember talking about integrating the SEC. All I can remember is I was a 17-year-old knucklehead who wanted to play football. Yeah. And uh, and all I wanted to do was get away from home and be my own man. <laughs> exactly. And, and, and that's that, that was – you know, integrating UK, uh, it, it never, it it never really came up. I just, I, all I wanted to do was go play football, get an education, and that's uh, integrating, integrating, never integrating UK. But you had to SEC. have seen that you were making an impact. I mean, it was it was very soon after you, although a lot of the other schools started doing. It. I mean, they didn't mm-hmm. wait. They didn't wait long. Right. Um. I mean, it, clearly, you that, that it was almost. You know, it opened the floodgates, right? Yeah, yeah I mean, it was there. I, I'm not saying it wasn't there, but it just wasn't. That was my not my priority. Mm-hmm. My priority was to go to school, have fun, uh, like a 17, 18 year old young yes. man, and just enjoy my life. So uh, all the other things that came with it is all part of it. I mean, I've been used to those kinds of things, so it was almost like you take it with a grain of salt, move on. You deal with the issues, whatever you face with, and you move on. You know, you were. You were all SEC, but what I find very fascinating about you is that you were named captain of the team because I actually think that's a, 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 a also an extremely interesting thing, right? That you, in addition to being integrating, being on the team, your fellow teammates clearly look to you as a leader to name you captain. Were you? I mean, that had to be a great feeling. But again, you may not have thought of it in the big historical context, mm-hmm. but it was important. One of the biggest surprises of my of my career at UK was being named captain. I had no first of all, 
I didn't even know I was in the running. <laughs> I mean, seriously, <laughs> you I, didn't even file the papers. I didn't. Did I did not. I yeah. mean, it, it just kind of happened, and and it was uh, it was something that uh, certainly I was pleasantly surprised to find out that my teammates thought that much of me. So <clears throat> I, they we voted, and uh, and again, it's kind of. Uh, kind of foggy i don't know how it happened but I, i'm not really sure that i knew that my name was in the hat all i know is they say you're the captain of the team and then and your teammates uh, yeah your teammates voted you captain and so uh yeah i was very when you came back to louisville <coughs> i mean where did you know now if you're in the city of louisville mm-hmm. there are a lot of african-american kentucky fans i mean i'm not i don't know if it's 50 50 it's probably not but mm-hmm. there are there are a lot of african-american kentucky fans right. It, you said it wasn't like that then, really. Your parents may have been the only one. Mm-hmm. Do you, as you've watched that, is that something that's an interesting change to see from somebody who lived here? It really is. To go to my my community in the West End to see uh, African Americans with UK gear on, it's, <laughs> it's almost mind it's mind blowing. <clears throat> but it, but but times have changed. But the interesting thing about that is they don't know that history. Yes. They don't know about Craig Page. They don't know about Nate Northington who integrated the SEC, they don't know about the turbulent times that we had in order to get to where we are today. So so I, I, I'm, 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 I'm glad, I'm grateful. I'm, uh, certainly uh, it's good to see UK coming into uh, our community. <clears throat> but, uh, again, I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that times But it had to be fascinating for you. I mean, I, I sit there and think about what it must for both of you guys because mm-hmm. I know the dynamic in Louisville, right? Because, right. I mean, I, I live here. That dynamic in Louisville, I mean, you two were in your commu- – you're going to the white school, right? I mean, that's what you were doing. Exactly. And that had to be – I would think it had to be something where everybody, all your friends, et cetera, are pulling for you. But at the same time, I, that, that, I know that had to be something you had to deal with. Well, it, it was, and especially when, when Greg uh, – uh, had his uh, accident. Did people think there was something suspect about that? Even to this day, really, people still suspect the fact that it was done purposely. And and down through the years, you, uh, the first thing I heard was they killed Greg Page. And uh, are you going to stay? Are you, uh, man? What man? You 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 know you, you better watch out. You know you hear all those kinds of things, but I never. It, it I was on the field like Nate was, and it was just uh, an unfortunate thing. That, Greg mentioned uh, New, uh, what was his roommate? Yeah, Marty New. Marty New, and his brother Cecil New was in the same class with me. And that same year, Cecil New suffered a broken neck and was paralyzed uh, the same year. That happened a lot more in football. It did, yeah. but I mean, but the same year with the same program? Two, one year, uh, yeah, two weeks later. Also African-American? Is that what you No, mean? he was white. Oh, that's white. what I'm saying yeah. is that in the same year – and. Two weeks after, we had another wow. player who was white, who uh, who suffered a broken neck, paralyzed from the neck down. It was uh, Marty News, Cecil New. It's just it's just that. Were you upset at your dad that he made you go? You know, my dad, my best friend, and 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 my confidant. Yeah. And uh, what what he said, you know, of course, when I got to UK, I kind of made my own decisions, but that that was a that's just what that, you did. Yeah, I mean, he was my dad, and and so. Uh, even though I felt really strongly about going uh, elsewhere, his uh, in his influence, his persuasion, uh, 
very strong persuasion <laughs> yeah. uh, convinced me that UK was a place to go. And then when, when I thought about my family, uh, you know, watching me play and, and uh, being close to home, they were, uh, and then going there to uh, support Nate and Gray, uh, to this day it was the right decision to make. You, I wouldn't change a thing. You stayed in the game of football, became an SEC uh, referee if, if, football. Uh, f- for f- football official, right. mm-hmm. and so you stayed in it. And uh, do you, do, but as a side note, do you have any good official story? Like, what's your best uh, story from your from your days? I know you got to have a million. No, right? yeah, there's so many of those, but it's just a uh, a real honor and pleasure to be a part of uh, of uh, officiating in the conference like the SEC. You had that great moment. Was it against South Carolina? That wasn't great. <laughs> 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 Almost lost my job. <laughs> yeah. but, but being part of the SEC for, I mean, and, and by doing the officiating, you mm-hmm. know what that conference means. I want to ask you what I asked, Nate. As mm-hmm. you got older, did it start to really hit you what you were a part of? I mean, by the time you're officiating games, what? 80% or more of the players are African American like did it did it become something where you really were able to appreciate it uh, as i participating in the SEC down through the years and as i look on the field and as as this story has unfolded with the statues and the historical uh, aspects of the of the of what we did Nate Gray, Houston, and, my, and myself did. It, it becomes more important, and a lot of people ask me, "Well, do you ever? Do these guys know who you are?" Or somebody asked. I said, it's, "It's not. It's not important. All I know is that when I go out on that field, I know what they what they've experienced. Yeah, they don't know who I am. So you know, a lot of times, it, it, guys don't think you're being fair." I said, I know what unfair is, so you get my best. So <laughs> it, it was just important to me that just to enjoy. Uh, what I was doing and to give uh, every time I went out to uh, just just to give him my best. You mentioned that about and and I've I've thought this not just about sports. I've thought it about civil rights leaders Mm -hmm. in general that, you know, a lot of these guys playing right now probably don't know who you guys are. Right. I mean, the good part about when you are honored here, they're going to know then. And I bet you'll, you'll get to, you'll get to, to talk with them, mm-hmm. but don't you in some ways like the fact that they don't have to experience what you experience? that in some ways that like it, 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 you guys had to deal with things that they won't have to. And rather than sit and worry about it, that's also got to be a positive that you were helped, that you help make these guys lives much easier. It uh, certainly uh, is a very positive thing that they don't have to go through the, some of the things that we went through. And uh, I was listening to Greg Sankey today on the uh, uh, media day, yeah. and he mentioned Nelson Mandela. And I think even our friend Paul Carroll mentioned the fact that when back when we were playing, uh, the marches, which mm-hmm. I mentioned, yes. the demonstrations, the politicians couldn't bring people together. But through sports, mm. it, it integrated a South that wasn't didn't want to integrate. George Wallace stood in front of the door and said, there will be no African-Americans coming to this school. Nelson Mandela, what, what Sankey said was Nelson Mandela said it years ago. Sports brings people together that normally wouldn't be bought together. And that's that's got to be true. I mean, I think about when you all went on the field in your U.K. uniforms. You had a crowd of people up there. On the, at least on the home side, who mm-hmm. were cheering for you, who might not have cheered for you in other walks of life. Exactly. But they did there, and, and that really is a huge benefit. It, 
it, it, that's just the way it was. And and how else would I have met Paul Karam or or mm-hmm. some my teammates, Paul Martin or Jeff Van No, Dickie Lyons? We in in that setting, we never would have come together. Phil Thompson, who was who was who was a really a great guy. I mean, but we never would have been brought together had it not been for for sports, yeah, and football. And it, and uh, Paul, who just left here, is, is behind a lot of. Uh, of the movement that that's taking place for the for the statue and things that are happening, and without his friendship, this I don't think a lot of this would have happened. When it comes time for that that game in October, where in South Carolina and this happens in September, think, excuse me, in September, mm-hmm. it's a South Carolina home game. Which, by the way, they got to win. That's a big yeah. game for the season as yeah. well. You think you're going to be emotional at all? You know, uh, I've been thinking. Nate says yes. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah it's it's it's. Uh, Leading up to it, you know, you try not to get too built up, uh, but uh, I'm really looking forward, and, and, and I think Nate said it best. I'm so happy for Greg Page's family. I was going to say, part of it's got to be Greg, too, right? It, I mean, it, part of it's got to be that. The, the big part, the biggest part of it, is it's not so. I mean, I mean, it's not me. See what Nate went through when Greg passed. We, we, you, you don't know. How big it was, but that's why I appreciate Nate so much. Is because he took us in that room and he told us. He asked. He told us. He didn't ask us. He told us. He said, "I gotta go, but you guys, I want you to stay and finish this thing. And you gotta do it for Nate. We had to do it for Greg, but we also had to do it for Nate. So that's why I'm so appreciative that we've gotten to this point where Greg and Nate are finally getting the recognition that they deserve." Well, I have to tell you, I, it's my own. It was my own ignorance that for so long uh, kept me from knowing this story. And I, I think for Paul Karam, who mm-hmm. who is one of the ones who's really pressed this, right. Freddie Maggard, I've talked about this, has been promoting this yes, left yes. and right. He's very excited about this. I, I, I'm. It's. I'm really happy that the University of Kentucky is not only acknowledges, but that you guys are getting a chance to to tell the story. I think it has been for too long a forgotten story, not just with you all, but with Greg and I. And I, uh, I'm really looking forward to that day. And I really appreciate you all taking the time to do this. I mean, I, I think a lot of people are going to listen to this, and there are going to be a lot of young fans who are going to be hearing about this for the first time. And, and I and I, I really do appreciate you taking the time to do it. Well, I appreciate you having us on. And I, I solely uh, have to say that we're very appreciative to the University of Kentucky, President Capilouto and Mitch Barnhart for uh, seeing this thing through. Yeah, well, Nate Northington and uh, Wilbur Hackett Jr. We want. I also want to say, um, Greg Page's uh, family will be part of it, and Houston Hog. I don't know very much about Houston Hog. We haven't said much about it here. Tell me something real quick about Houston Hog. He, uh, he he was the man. They 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 voted me captain, but everything I did, I did because Houston told me to do. I I took his lead. See, you see, like with your dad in Houston, you were a person who took a lot of orders. I don't see that about you right now. Did well, you? not right now, but I'm telling you. <laughs> Houston was a man. He was from Hazard. He, like, like, 
like Greg. Well, he's another mountain guy. He's a big old two sp- mountain guys. I mean, I I'm it. talking about two special guys too. But a lot of a lot of a lot of things that happen with with us is because Houston Houston said we're gonna do it like this, we're gonna do it like that, and and I took his lead. But you you will love Houston. He's, I'm looking forward to meeting he's, him. He's a man. Houston Hog, by the way, is a great mountain name. Yeah. I mean that is, that, that is exactly amazing. right. Hey, if you if you were to tell me a dude was named Houston Hog, I'd say he's from Hazard. Jello as a lamb, though. I'm is he really? Yeah, he's just mountain man until you piss him off. But he's a great guy. Well, good. You, yeah, you're like Houston. Listen, guys, thank you very much uh, for folks who want to learn more about it. We will have the link. We've had the link on the site to the. Uh, uh, I guess to the trailer for the documentary. Which when does that come out? Do we know what the what the time frame is on? Twenty seventeen. Okay, yes. yeah. Uh-huh. The trailer we Freddie posted up on the website uh, recently, right? And uh, the the statue will be unveiled at the South Carolina game. Guys, thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Send lawyers, guns, and money. Oh!